Act Four of the Tragedy of King Lear by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One: The Heath. Enter Edgar. Yet better thus, and known to be contemned, than still contemned and flattered, to be worst the lowest and most dejected thing of fortune stands still in esperance lives not in fear the lamentable change is from the best the worst returns to laughter welcome then thou unsubstantial air that i embrace the wretch that thou hast blown unto the worst owes nothing to thy blasts enter gloucester led by an old man but who comes here my father poorly led world world o oh world but that thy strange mutations make us hate thee life would not yield to age oh my good lord i have been your tenant and your father's tenant these fourscore years away get thee away good friend be gone thy comforts can do me no good at all thee they may hurt you cannot see your way i have no way and therefore want no eyes i stumbled when i saw full oft tis seen our means secure us and our mere defects prove our commodities. Oh, dear son Edgar, the food of thy abused father's wrath, might I but live to see thee in my touch, I'd say I had eyes again. How now? Who's there? Edgar aside. Oh, gods! who is it can say i am the worst i am worse than ever i was tis poor mad tom edgar aside and worse i may be yet the worst is not so long as we can say this is the worst fellow where goest is is it a beggar man madman and beggar too he has some reason else he could not beg ere the last night's storm i such a fellow saw which made me think a man a worm my son came then into my mind and yet my mind was then scarce friends with him i have heard more since as flies to wanton boys are we to the gods they kill us for their sport Edgar aside. How should this be? Bad is the trade that must play fool to sorrow, angering itself and others. Bless thee, master. Is that the naked fellow? Ay, my lord. Then prithee get thee away. If for my sake thou wilt overtake us hence a mile or twain, is away toward Dover. Do it for ancient love, 
and bring some covering for this naked soul, which I'll entreat to lead me. Alack, sir, he is mad. Tis the time's plague when madmen lead the blind. Do as I bid thee, or rather do thy pleasure. Above the rest, be gone. I'll bring him the best peril that I have, come on to what will. Exit. Said I, naked fellow. Poor Tom's a cold. Aside. I cannot daub it further. Come hither, fellow. Edgar, aside. And yet I must. Bless thy sweet eyes. They bleed. Knowest thou the way to Dover? Both style and gate, horseway and footpath. Poor Tom has been scared out of his good wits. Bless thee, good man's son, from the foul fiend. Five fiends have been in poor Tom at once, of lust as Obidicot, Hobbididens, prince of darkness, Mahu of stealing, Modo of murder, Fliberty Gibbet of mopping and mowing, who since possesses chambermaids and waiting women. So, bless thee, master. Here, take this Paris, thou whom the heaven's plagues have humbled to our strikes, that I am wretched, makes thee the happier. Heaven still says still, let the superfluous and lust-dieted man that slaves your ordinance, that will not see, because he does not feel, feel your power quickly. So distribution should undo excess, and each man have enough. Dost thou know Dover? Ay, master. There is a cliff whose high and bending head looks fearfully in the confined tip. Bring me but to the very brim of it, and I'll repair the misery thou dost bear with something rich about me. From that place I shall no leading need. Give me thy arm, poor Tom shall lead thee. Exeunt. Scene two. Before the Duke of Albany's palace. Enter Goneril, Edmund, Oswald meeting them. Welcome, my lord. I marvel our mild husband not met us on the way. Now, where's your master? Madam, within, but never man so changed. I told him of the army that was landed. He smiled at it. I told him you were coming. His answer was the worse. Of Gloucester's treachery and of the loyal service of his son, when I informed him, then he called me sot and told me I had turned the wrong side out. What most he should dislike seems pleasant to him. 
what like offensive goneril to edmund then shall you go no further it is a cowish terror of his spirit that dares not undertake he'll not fear wrongs which tie him to an answer our wishes on the way may prove a fix back edmund to my brother hasten his masters and conduct his powers i must change names at home and give the distaff into my husband's hands this trusty servant shall pass between us ere long you are like to hear if you dare venture in your own behalf the mistress's command giving a favour wear this spare speech decline your head this kiss if it dares speak would stretch thy spirits up into the air conceive and fare thee well yours in the ranks of death exit edmund my most dearest gloucester oh the difference of man and man to thee a woman's services are due my fool usurps my body madam here comes my lord exit enter albany ha, i have been worth the whistle oh goneril you are not worth the dust which the rude wind blows in your face i fear your disposition that nature which contemns its origin cannot be bordered certain in itself she that herself will sliver and disbranch from her material sap perforce must wither and come to deadly use no more the text is foolish wisdom and goodness to the vile seem vile filths savour but themselves what have you done tigers not daughters what have you performed a father and a gracious aged man whose reverence even the head-lugged bear would lick most barbarous most degenerate have you madded could my good brother suffer you to do it a man a prince by him so benefited if that the heavens do not their visible spirits send quickly down to tame these vile offences it will come humanity must perforce prey on itself like monsters of the deep milk-livered man that bears a cheek for blows a head for wrongs who has not in thy brows and eye discerning thine honour from thy suffering let not knowest fools do those villains pity who are punished ere they have done their mischief where's thy drum france spreads his banners in our noiseless land with plumed helm thy state begins to threat whilst thou a moral fool sitst still and criest alack why does he so see thyself devil proper deformity seems not in the fiend so horrid as in woman o oh, vain fool thou changed and self-covered thing for shame be monster not thy feature wert my fitness to let these hands obey my blood they are apt enough to dislocate and tear thy flesh and bones howe'er thou art a fiend a woman shaped doth shield thee marry your manhood mew enter a messenger what news oh my good lord the duke of cornwall's dead slain by his servant going to put out the other eye of gloucester gloucester's eyes a servant that he bred thrilled with remorse opposed against the act bending his sword to his great master who thereat enraged flew on him and amongst them felled him dead 
but not without that harmful stroke which since hath plucked him after this shows you are above you justicers that these are nether crimes so speedily can venge but oh poor gloucester lost he his other eye both both my lord this letter madam craves a speedy answer tis from your sister goneril aside one way i like this will but being widow and my gloucester with her may all the building in my fancy pluck upon my hateful life another way the news is not so tart i'll read and answer exit where was his son when they did take his eyes come with my lady hither he is not here no my good lord i met him back again knows he the wickedness ay my good lord twas he informed against him and quit the house on purpose that their punishment might have the freer course gloucester i live to thank thee for the love thou showedst the king and to revenge thine eyes come hither friend tell me what more thou knowest exeunt scene three the french camp near dover enter kent and a gentleman why the king of france is so suddenly gone back know you no reason something he left imperfect in the state which since his coming forth is thought of which imports to the kingdom so much fear and danger that his personal return was most required and necessary who hath he left behind him general the marechal of france monsieur lafar did your letters pierce the queen to any demonstration of grief ay sir she took them read them in my presence and now and then an ample tear trilled down her delicate cheek it seemed she was a queen over her passion who most rebel-like sought to be king o'er her oh then it moved her not to a rage patience and sorrow strove who should express her goodliest you have seen sunshine and rain at once her smiles and tears were like a better day those happy smilets that played on her ripe lip seemed not to know what guests were in her eyes which parted thence as pearls from diamonds dropped in brief sorrow would be a rarity most beloved if all could so become it made she no verbal question faith once or twice she'd heave the name of father pantingly forth as if it pressed her heart cried sisters sisters shame of ladies sisters kent father sisters what to the storm in the night let pity not be believed there she shook the holy water from her heavenly eyes and clamour mastered her then away she started to deal with grief alone it is the stars the stars above govern our conditions else one self-mate and make could not beget such different issues you spoke not with her since no was this before the king returned no since well sir the poor distressed leers of the town who sometime in his better tune remembers what we came about and by no means will yield to see his daughter why good sir a sovereign shame so elbows him his own unkindness that stripped her from his benediction turned her to foreign casualties gave her dear rights to his dog-hearted daughters these things sting his mind so venomously that burning shame detains him from cordelia Alec, poor gentleman of albany's and cornwall's powers you heard not tis so they are afoot well sir 
I'll bring you to our master Lear and leave you to attend him. Some dear cause will in concealment wrap me up a while. When I am known aright, you shall not grieve lending me this acquaintance. I pray you, go along with me. Exeunt. Scene four. The French camp. A tent. Enter with drum and colours, Cordelia, physician, and soldiers. Alack, this he. Why, he was met even now as mad as the vexed sea, singing aloud crowned with rank fumiter and furrow-weeds with harlocks hemlock nettles cuckoo flowers darnel and all the idle weeds that grow in our sustaining corn a century sent forth search every acre in the high-grown field and bring him to our eye exit an officer what can man's wisdom in the restoring his bereaved sense he that helps him Take all my outward worth. There is means, madam. Our foster nurse of nature is repose, the which she lacks. That to provoke in him are many simples operative, whose power will close the eye of anguish. All blessed secrets, all you unpublished virtues of the earth, spring with my tears. Be aidant and remediate in the good man's distress. Seek seek for him lest his ungoverned rage dissolve the life that wants the means to lead it enter a messenger news madam the british powers are marching hitherward tis known before our preparation stands in expectation of them o oh, dear father it is thy business that i go about therefore great france my mourning and important tears hath pitied no blown ambition doth our arms incite but love dear love and our aged father's right soon may i hear and see him Exeunt. scene five a room in gloucester's castle enter regan and oswald but are my brother's powers set forth ay madam himself in person there madam with much ado your sister is the better soldier lord edmund spake not with your lord at home no madam what might import my sister's letter to him i know not lady faith he is posted hence on serious matter <sighs> it was great ignorance gloucester's eyes being out to let him live where he arrives he moves all hearts against us edmund i think is gone in pity of his misery to dispatch his knighted life moreover to descry the strength of the enemy i must needs after him madam with my letter our troops set forth to-morrow stay with us the ways are dangerous i may not madam my lady charged my duty in this business why should she write to edmund might not you transport her purposes by word belike some things i know not what i love thee much let me unseal the letter madam i had rather i know your lady does not love her husband 
i am sure of that and at her late being here she gave strange ayards and most speaking looks to noble edmund i know you are of her bosom ay madam i speak in understanding ye are i know it therefore i do advise you to take this note my lord is dead edmund and i have talked and more convenient is he for my hand than for your lady's you may gather more if you do find him pray you give him this and when your mistress hears thus much from you i pray desire her call her wisdom to her so fare you well if you do chance to hear of that blind traitor preferment falls on him that cuts him off would i could meet him madam i should show what party i do follow fare thee well exeunt scene six the country near dover enter gloucester and edgar dressed like a peasant when shall i come to the top of that same hill you do climb up it now look how we labour methinks the ground is even horrible steep hark do you hear the sea no truly why then your other senses grow imperfect by your eyes anguish so may it be indeed methinks thy voice is altered and thou speak'st in better phrase and matter than thou didst you are much deceived in nothing am i changed but in my garments methinks you're better spoken come on sir here's the place stand still how fearful and dizzy it is to cast one's eye so low the crows and choughs that wing the midway air show scarce so gross as beetles half way down hangs one that gathers samphire dreadful trade methinks he seems no bigger than his head the fishermen that walk upon the beach appear like mice and yon tall anchoring bark diminished to her cock her cock a boy almost too small for sight the murmuring surge that on the unnumbered idle pebble chafes cannot be heard so high i look no more lest my brain turn and the deficient sight topple down headlong set me where you stand give me your hand you are now within a foot of the extreme verge for all beneath the moon would i not leap upright let go my hand here friend is another purse in it a jewel well worth a poor man's taking fairies and gods prosper it with thee go thou further off bid me farewell and let me hear thee going now fare you well good sir seems to go with all my heart edgar aside why i do trifle thus with his despair is done to cure it oh you mighty gods this world i do renounce and in your sights shake patiently my great affliction off 
if i could bear it longer and not fold to quarrel with your great opposeless wills my snuff and loathed part of nature should burn itself out if edgar live oh bless him now fellow fare thee well gone sir farewell gloucester leaps and falls along and yet i know not how conceit may rob the treasury of life when life itself yields to the theft had he been where he thought by this had thought been passed alive or dead ho you sir friend hear you sir speak thus might he pass indeed yet he revives what are you sir away and let me die hadst thou been aught but gossamer feathers air so many fathom down precipitating thou'dst shivered like an egg but thou dost breathe hast heavy substance bleeds not speak'st art sound ten masts at each make not the altitude which thou hast perpendicularly fell thy life is a miracle speak yet again but uh, have i fallen oh no from the dread summit of this chalky bourne look up a height the shrill gorged lark so far cannot be seen or heard do but look up alack i have no eyes is wretchedness deprived that benefit to end itself by death twas yet some comfort when misery could beguile the tyrant's rage and frustrate his proud will give me your arm up so how is it feel you your legs you stand too well <sighs> too well this is above all strangeness upon the crown of the cliff what thing was that which parted from you a poor unfortunate beggar as i stood here below methought his eyes were two full moons he had a thousand noses horns welked and waved like the enraged sea it was some fiend therefore thou happy father think that the clearest gods who make them honours of man's impossibilities have preserved thee i do remember now henceforth i'll bear affliction till it do cry out itself enough enough and die that thing you speak of i took it for a man often twould say the fiend the fiend he led me to that place bear free and patient thoughts but who comes here enter lear fantastically dressed up with flowers the safer sense will never accommodate his master thus no they cannot touch me for coining i am the king himself oh thou sight-piercing sight nature's above art in that respect there's your press money that fellow handles his bow like a crow-keeper draw me a clothier's yard look look a mouse e, e, e. peace peace
piece this piece of toasted cheese will do it there's my gauntlet i'll prove it on a giant bring up the brown bills oh well flown bird eat the clout eat the clout hugh give the word sweet marjoram pass i know that voice ha goral with a white beard they flattered me like a dog and told me i had white hairs in my beard ere the black ones were there to say i know to everything i said i know to was no good divinity when the rain came to wet me once and the wind to make me chatter when the thunder would not peace at my bidding there i found em there i smelt em out go to they are not men or their words they told me i was everything tis a lie i am not agu-poof <laughs> the trick of that voice i do well remember if not the king ay every inch a king when i do stare see how the subject quakes i pardon that man's life what was thy cause adultery thou shalt not die die for adultery no the rain goes to it and the small gilded fly does lecture in my sight let copulation thrive for gloucester's bastard son was kinder to his father than my daughters got tween the lawful sheets tot luxury pell-mell for i lack soldiers behold yon simp-ring dame whose face between her forks presages snow that minces virtue and to shake the head to hear her pleasure's name the fitchew nor the soiled horse goes to it with a more riotous appetite down from the wasted they are centaurs though women all above but to the girdle do the gods inherit beneath is all the fiends there's hell there's darkness there is the sulphurous pit burning scalding stench consumption fie 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 pa pa give me an ounce of seaweed good apothecary to sweeten my imagination there's money for thee oh will let me kiss that hand let me wipe it first it smells of mortality a ruined piece of nature this great world shall so wear out to naught dost thou know me i remember thine eyes well enough dost thou squinny at me no do thy worst blind cupid i'll not love read thou this challenge mark but the penning of it where all the letter sons i could not see one i would not take this from report it is and my heart breaks at it read oh, what with the case of eyes oh ho are you there with me no eyes in your head nor no money in your purse your eyes are in a heavy case your purse in a light yet you see how this world goes i see it feelingly what art mad a man may see how the world goes with no eyes look with thine ears 
see how yon justice rails upon yon simple thief hark in thine ear change places and handy dandy which is the justice which is the thief thou hast seen the farmer's dog bark at a beggar ay sir and the creatures run from the cur there thou mightst behold the great imagery of authority a dog's obeyed in office thou rascal beetle hold thy bloody hand oh why dost thou lash that whore strip thine own back thou hotly lust to use her in that kind for which thou whipst her the usurer hangs the cosner through tattered clothes great vices do appear robes and furred gowns hide all plates in with gold and the strong lance of justice hurtless breaks arm it in rags a pygmy straw does pierce it none does offend none i say none i label em take that of me my friend who have the power to seal the accuser's lips get thee glass eyes and like a scurvy politician seem to see the things thou dost not now 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 pull off my boots harder harder so o oh, matter and impertinency mixed reason in madness if thou wilt weep my fortunes take my eyes i know thee well enough thy name is gloucester thou must be patient we came crying hither thou knowest the first time that we smell the air we wall and cry i will preach to thee mark alack alack the day when we are born we cry that we are come to this great stage of fools this a good block it were a delicate stratagem to shoe a troop of horse with felt i'll put it in proof and when i have stolen upon these son-in-laws then kill 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 enter a gentleman with attendants oh here he is lay hand upon him sir your most dear daughter no rescue what a prisoner i am even the natural fool of fortune use me well you shall have ransom let me have surgeons i am cuts to the brains you shall have anything no seconds all myself why this would make a man a man of salt to use his eyes for garden water-pots ay and for laying autumn's dust good sir i will die bravely like a smug bridegroom what i will be jovial come come i am a king my masters know you that you are a royal one and we obey you then there's life in it <laughs> come and you get it you shall get it by running sa 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 exit running attendants follow a sight most pitiful in the meanest wretch past speaking of in a king thou hast one daughter who redeems nature from the general curse which twain have brought her to hail gentle sir sir speed you what's your will do you hear aught sir of a battle toward most sure and vulgar every one hears that which can distinguish sound but by your favour how nears the other army near and on speedy foot 
the main descry stands on the hourly thought i thank you sir that's all though that the queen on special cause is here her army is moved on i thank you sir exit gentlemen you ever gentle gods take my breath from me let not my worse spirit tempt me again to die before you please well pray you father now oh, good sir what are you a most poor man made tame to fortune's blows who by the art of known and feeling sorrows am pregnant to good pity give me your hand i'll lead you to some biding hearty thanks the bounty and the benison of heaven to boot and boot enter oswald a proclaimed prize most happy that eyeless head of thine was first framed flesh to raise my fortunes thou old unhappy traitor briefly thyself remember the sword is out that must destroy thee now let thy friendly hand put strength enough to it edgar interposes wherefore bold peasant there's thou support a published traitor hence lest that the infection of his fortune take like hold on thee let go his arm she'll not let go sir without further occasion let go slave or thou diest go gentlemen go your gate and let poor volker pass and should have been swaggered out on my life twill not have been so long as this by a fortnight may come not near the old man keep out chevoyo i stray whether you custard or my bellow be the harder she'll be plain with you out dunghill she'll pick your teeth sir come no matter for your foins they fight and edgar knocks him down ah slave thou hast slain me villain take my purse if ever thou wilt thrive bury my body and give the letters which thou findst about me to edmund earl of gloucester seek him out upon the british party oh untimely death dies i know thee well a serviceable villain as duteous to the vices of thy mistress as badness would desire what is he dead sit you down father rest you let's see these pockets the letters that he speaks of may be my friends he's dead i am only sorry he had no other death man let us see leave gentle wax and manners blame us not to know our enemies minds we rip their hearts their papers is more lawful reads let our reciprocal vows be remembered you have many opportunities to cut him off if your will want not time and place will be fruitfully offered 
there is nothing done if he return the conqueror then am i the prisoner and his bed my jail from the loathed warmth whereof deliver me and supply the place for your labour your wife so i would say affectionate servant goneril o oh, indistinguished space of woman's will a plot upon her virtuous husband's life and the exchange my brother here in the sands thee i'll rake up the post unsanctified of murderous lechers and in the mature time with this ungracious paper strike the side of the death-practised duke for him tis well that of thy death and business i can tell exit edgar dragging out the body the king is mad how stiff is my vile sense that i stand up and have ingenious feeling of my huge sorrows better i were distract so should my thoughts be severed from my griefs and woes by wrong imaginations lose the knowledge of themselves a drum afar off give me your hand far off methinks i hear the beaten drum come father i'll bestow you with a friend Exeunt. scene seven a tent in the french camp lear on a bed asleep soft music playing physician gentlemen and others attending enter cordelia and kent o oh, thou good kent how shall i live and work to match thy goodness my life will be too short and every measure fail me to be acknowledged madam is all paid all my reports go with the modest truth nor more nor clipped but so be better suited these weeds are memories of those worser hours i prithee put them off pardon dear madam yet to be known shortens my made intent my boon i make it that you know me not till time and i think meet then be it so my good lord to the physician how does the king madam sleeps still oh you kind gods cure this great breach in his abused nature the untuned and jarring senses oh wind up of this child changed father so please your majesty that we may wake the king he hath slept long be governed by your knowledge and proceed in the sway of your own will is he arrayed ay madam in the heaviness of sleep we put fresh garments on him be by good madam when we do awake him i doubt not of his temperance very well please you draw near louder the music there o oh, my dear father restoration hang thy medicine on my lips and let this kiss repair those violent harms that my two sisters have in thy reverence made kind and dear princess had you not been their father these white flakes did challenge pity of them was this a face to be opposed against the warring winds to stand against the deep dread bolted thunder in the most terrible and nimble stroke of quick-crossed lightning to watch poor perdue with this thin helm mine enemy's dog though he had bit me should have stood that night against my fire 
and wast thou fain poor father to hovel thee with swine and rogues forlorn in short and musty straw alack alack tis wonder that thy life and wits at once had not concluded all he wakes speak to him madam do you tis fittest how does my royal lord how fares your majesty you do me wrong to take me out to the grave thou art a soul in bliss but i am bound upon a wheel of fire that my own tears do scald like molten lead sir do you know me you are a spirit i know when did you die still still far wide he's scarce awake let him alone a while where have i been where am i fair daylight i am mightily abused i should e'en die with pity to see another thus i know not what to say i will not swear these are my hands let's see i i feel this pinprick would i were assured of my condition oh look upon me sir and hold your hands in benediction over me no sir you must not kneel pray do not mock me i am a very foolish fond old man fourscore and upward not an hour more nor less and do deal plainly i fear i am not in my perfect mind methinks i should know you and uh, know this man yet i am doubtful for i am mainly ignorant what place this is and all the skills i have remembers not these garments nor i know not where i did lodge last night do not laugh at me for as i am a man i think this lady to be my child cordelia and so i am i am be your tears wet yes faith i pray weep not if you have poison for me i will drink it i know you do not love me for your sisters have as i do remember done me wrong you have some cause they have not no cause no cause am i in france in your own kingdom sir do not abuse me be comforted good madam the great rage you see is killed in him and yet it is danger to make him even o'er the time he has lost desire him to go in trouble him no more till further settling will it please your highness walk you must bear with me pray you now forget and forgive i am old and foolish exeunt lear cordelia physician and attendants holds it true sir that the duke of cornwall was so slain most certain sir who is conductor of his people as tis said the bastard son of gloucester they say edgar his banished son is with the earl of kent in germany report is changeable tis time to look about the powers of the kingdom approach apace the arbitrament is like to be bloody fare you well sir exit my point and period will be throughly wrought or well or ill as this day's battle fought exit end of act four